Stacks ass, feeling proud I got no cash. Can't afford the tip, got me feeling kinda sad, but we're glad. Let's keep up your whole bag. Sell in my chair just to get a couple stats. I'ma suck it next week, cause I hit my limit. Name my way to swan just to get some digits. Good for you, say it back, I ain't talking feelings. Yes, I make memes and bad decisions. Yo, Q. I like what you're doing. There's a fork up on the tip, and it's leaving me clueless. Stacking sets up on the chain, taking up my whole day. Hella blocks up in the notice that we have to validate. So stack a block, join a block of shit post. Now can't afford a block, join a block. Reloading my account, yeah, I'm broke. It's a sad thing, but a stack on the stack chain. GFYs and all the memes. Love vibes and all the pains. Stack, stacks. Feeling proud, I got no cash. Can't afford the tip, got me feeling kinda sad, but we're glad. Yo, yo. That shit was lit. It got me fired up trying to stack the tip. Cosmic, stack chain energy. Stack hard 21 by infinity. Stack chain, I can't get enough. Every single day is number go up. Stack joins, invading your thread. Stacking so hard that it hurts the fed. And I'ma keep on stacking cause what Anthony said. And pass it back to Q and let the signal spread. Feeling proud, I got no cash. Can't afford the tip, got me feeling kinda sad, but we're glad. What's up? Welcome to Stack Chain Spaces, where we celebrate stacking sats. TA doesn't mean shit to us because stack height goes up and memes lead the way. Be sure to give Stack Chain Signal a follow if you're listening to this recording. That is at Stack Chain Sig on Twitter. Stack Chain Signal is the repository for all things Stack Chain. We'll show you how to find the tip, how to stack chain, or whatever stack joins are going on. This spaces is being recorded for a podcast format and may be released under the name Stack Chain Signal at your favorite podcatcher. What's going on, guys? Happy stacking. We got a nice full stage up here. We got Derek and Waldo and Doc. So, lovely to see you guys. What's going on, Waldo? We haven't talked to you for a while. Yeah, been a while. What's up, guys? Just coming to hang out. Uh, as you know, like the, <clears throat> the weekday spaces are a little late for me and my uh, early bedtime as an old man. So, it's nice to catch the, uh, the weekend ones. Lovely. Well, it's nice to have you. It's nice to have you. And the weekend spaces are kind of cool because uh, because they are a different a different time usually, so we can get different people that we don't normally get to talk to. What's going on, Derek? Mister <laughs> Noster, Master of Nostra. How's Noster treating you? Noster's doing amazing. Lots of fun things going on there. I'll tell you what, man. I was actually on a Noster podcast it was actually just released this morning but i was on it last night did the recording and i talked about stack chain for a little bit uh, they were asking what i was up to and working on prior to noster and i talked about my love for stack chain and all the all that we've done and stacked and built together and uh said that how someday there might be a noster client you know it's built specifically for stack chain because you know the the ceiling is limitless at this point so uh, that'd be pretty sick because you can't do that on twitter at all no so right on, yeah on Twitter, you can build whatever you want that 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 would be kind of cool that would be kind of cool did um did btc sessions ever release that video yeah he did it was pretty cool um like he spent i don't know a good 10 minutes of the video just showing people how to go to our website and register an ID and talked all about it. So that's pretty sweet. Like I was kind of fangirling there for a little bit. Like, Oh, no way he's doing it. You know, <laughs> it was cool. 
That's that's awesome, man. Doc, what's going on, man? Lovely to talk to you again, Doc. Hey, yeah, not much. Um, then uh, just catching up on the chain, I saw that Peter stacked, I don't know, four or five blocks. He seems to be suffering from the FOMO. Something, so, yeah, something's go. This is the exact opposite, and that's the uh, that's the title of today's show is, you know, stack height go up. I mean, you know, we get one tiny little pump in Bitcoin, which we assumed that would slow down the blocks because, you know, Bitcoin's getting more expensive. It's getting more difficult to buy, which kind of sucks. So we assumed that would slow things down, but not at all. <laughs> it appears to have it appears to have accelerated things dramatically. I mean, how many, so we're at 2660 right now. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven blocks in the last 24 hours, eight, nine, 10. I'm not so okay. sure we make April now without hitting 3000. Yeah. 11, 12, uh, 12 or 13 blocks in the last 48 hours when we were averaging one to two blocks. So suddenly we went to six blocks a day just because uh, somebody got a hair up their ass and, and new stackers too. Uh, hard money came in. That guy, that guy is something else. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw on the back channels, but he's already doing like stack raids. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering if we know this guy and this is just a new version of him. But uh, I don't know because he's uh, he's coming in hard, full full on stack chainer, born to do it. Yeah, I was just thinking, uh, interesting that there was kind of an assumption. I think Doc, I saw you say to Peter, like, "What do you what are you doing holding on to all this fiat? Where did this come from? You obviously weren't stacking hard enough." So all the stack chainers stack like crazy at sixteen k for however many months we were there, and then. Obviously, you know, there's a hypothesis that some people were waiting for some serious bottom, like let's say 12K. So whoever, and then it went up. So everyone, all those people FOMO'd in. But you just brought up a good point, Anthony, that, you know, when Bitcoin really pumps and retail actually starts coming in, coming back or coming in for the first time, maybe stack height will go up because of all these new people too, since stack chains all over Twitter now. So it'll be like a second wave after everyone that's here now, maybe slows down a little bit. So that'll be interesting to observe. Yeah. We, well, we, we got a couple of new faces in this last week, you know, unless they're just uh, somebody's alt account, which is always a possibility in stack chain. But uh, you know, we got, we got new people. Dylan came in. I don't know where Dylan is something else, man. Cause he doesn't really like interact with that. But uh, this is like the third or fourth stack that he's done. So he just kind of pops in out of nowhere. He knows how to find the tip. He'll say he nails the tip every single time, every single time, which, you know, is kind of like a skill, right? Like normally, normally you have to kind of hang out and stack chain for a while to find the tip, but he just kind of, drives in like it's a gas station <laughs> just stacks the tip and bounces and then comes back in a couple months which is fairly impressive you know what it reminds me of um it reminds me of the opposite of when breed love stacked right like dylan keeps coming back and uh you know he doesn't say anything he just kind of shows up nails the tip and bounces and then uh breed love stacked on the stack chain too which was cool. That was very awesome. See a breed love stack, but 
at the exact same time the Breedlove stacked, uh, Fontoshi came in. Do you guys remember Fontoshi? And he was like a totally new stack chainer, just dropped a whole bunch of blocks. And then on the day that Breedlove stacked, the uh, the topic for the spaces was no, it wasn't Fontoshi. It was Kaori. Yeah, it's Kaori. So the the title of the spaces was uh, Kaori Stacks, which was kind of cool because it was like it was all plebby despite the fact that an influencer came in and stack but john you touched on a good point i think 4k in 2023 is totally plausible i think 3k is 3k is like a non-issue i think we get there before april yeah i think so yeah i do have to say like i said my my thesis that the blocks will slow down as the price pumped has been completely invalidated. In fact, I think we might see a lot. It's going to accelerate. I think you're right. It might hit it by April. So I'm feeling really like a dumbass for making that bet. But, you know, you live, you learn. Uh, I had a thesis. Facts proved it wrong. But um, one thing that I, w- I was thinking about, the, the kind of FOMO that we see even out of supposed veterans like Peter, so wise, always saying like, no, it's a bull market because I'm getting more sats for my dollar, blah, blah, blah. There's nothing that will increase your confidence like seeing the market validate your thesis, right? When you see like Bitcoin bouncing off the lows that it actually, you know, it's not, <clears throat> it's not a price that determines the value. The value is a million dollars of Bitcoin minimum. Um, just people haven't realized it yet, right? So, but when the market starts validating that, the FOMO that you get is uncontrollable. I know this because I experienced it in 2021 <laughs> was buying a lot at like 40 K 50 K. So, you know, maybe Peter's feeling that right now. He's like, okay, this is real. It, it's bounced off the bottom time to allocate more. Absolutely. And, you know, to be realistic, like we, we're the type of people that have FOMO in a bear market, right? Like when the price goes down, we're just like, Oh shit, we got to get these sets. But, we're like what one percenters like 99 percent of the world does not view it that way and as we're stacking these sets they're all just like you guys are dumbasses. this thing's going to zero why would you do this you know you're you're stupid as fuck and we're just like no it's good it's bitcoin yeah, no. I, in I retrospect, want more. in retrospect 10 years from now they're all gonna be like those motherfucking stack chainers how did they know they picked up so much corn at the very bottom and for six months, just stack their faces off. And they're going to be like, there's going to be books written. Yeah. So, you know, when this happens and when demand picks up, it's extremely validating because we live in such negative space. Like it, it's hard to be productive and stack when everybody's calling you a dumbass, you know, and, and no matter how like bullish you are. When the whole world is just like, you are fucking stupid, Bitcoin is dying, that has an emotional impact. You know, it takes a little, it takes a little bit of courage to like ignore that shit and push forward and keep stacking sets, which is exactly what you need to do, but it's hard. So when there's a sudden demand and spike and the cuckbuck value goes up, the validation is as amazing as it was terrible to like, you know, hear everybody's bullshit and FUD and all of this nonsense when you're stacking in the bear. What's up, Robert? 
I think Robert's got the tip right now, if I'm not mistaken. He does. Nice stack, sir. So yeah, Doc, that's I I'm vibing off of what you're saying. Yeah, you know, I bet you a lot of people and my, myself, I might have been in this group, but a lot of people um, have been holding on to a lot of fiat so that they could, you know, stack what they see as like what they expect to be the generational bottom, which they thought would be like 10K, 12K, something like that. Uh, but, you know, now that they feel like that's not going to happen, they're having to FOMO in now or even later than now, maybe they're still waiting for it to retest 20 K or whatever. So, you know, maybe they'll be buying a 25 K or a 30 K or whatever, but you know, thanks to stack chain, I was stacking all the way down to 16 K all the way back up to 23 K and I'll, you know, I'll stack every price in between. But um, yeah, I think stack chain really gives at least for me, it gave me the confidence stacking with my friends, seeing you know everybody's confidence and we're all stacking together. Versus those people that are out there alone on Bitcoin, Twitter, just hearing all the bearish macro bullshit and holding on to their fiat, trying to time the absolute bottom. You know, stack chain has been it's really performed the service for me. I hope it has for you guys, too. Yeah, I have way more sats than I, I, I met stacking goals that I didn't even think were possible. I mean, even, even today, like the new guy. The new guy, uh, Hard Money, just randomly does a state on some FUD post or something. And I was like, sure, why not? You know, why wouldn't I just buy another $21 worth of Bitcoin? Fuck it. That was not, I did not intend to, to burn those cuts. And I, over the last six months, I've probably done that like two or 300 times. Just like, sure, why not? Why not? <laughs> why shouldn't I stack? Another 21 cuck bucks worth of Bitcoin. Peter, I see you down there. Those are beautiful stacks, Peter. Well done, sir. What's going on, Robert? You came up to the stage. You got something to say about your, your beautiful stack on the tip there, man? Hey, how you guys doing? I, I wasn't really coming up here to say anything about that. I was just coming in on, on kind of piggybacking on what you were saying earlier about, you know, being in the bear market and how stack chain just kind of brought a new truth, you know, for all of us here. And I was in a, in a spaces this morning listening about that concept. And, you know, for me, um, it really was about that, seeking others um, of not only like-mindedness, but that shared, you know, our truth of our belief system, I guess. And then once I, I figured out that Stack Chain was that, um, and then gamifying um, how we believe in a similar truth um, was like, Man, I can't find, I couldn't find a better group of folks to stack in the bear market with. And to your point, I stacked harder, I believe, that I would have had just doing stuff by myself. So I was kind of coming up here to share that. You know, we, we share a common truth. And I think that's where, that's where it starts. We don't care if it goes down to 15. We don't care if it goes up to, I don't know, 60. We'll still be stacking, I believe. So that's it, man. That's it, he says. He just comes up here and drops the profound Robert wisdom and then says, that's it. <laughs> Hell yeah, I did a, um, I did a swan withdrawal. I, I already told the story in one of the other spaces, but I don't know if everybody was in here. I just did a random swan withdrawal the other day, you know, because with swan, there's a holding period. You got to wait. And 
when I went to go withdraw the corn that I had stacked, like, I don't know, in the last month or whatever, it was, uh, it was substantial. I, I would say it was like 10 X more Bitcoin than I actually expected to, to be in there. And it's just all from these little stacks, you know, it's like coffee chain, like coffee chain is going to buy me a freaking Island one day. <laughs> just thank you, Tao. Thank you for that, man. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's nuts. It's nuts, man. Tao, speaking of Tao, what's going on, man? Sorry, guys. I'm in the middle of eating some really good vegetarian food from um, the monastery. So I just got back from the monastery. And uh, people like, people like, you know, I thought I was like, <laughs> I was at the monastery. Um, um, most of you guys, uh, I don't know. Well, not most of you. I don't know. You guys probably don't know, but today is Chinese New Year's. And so me and my family went to, you know, do our prayers, you know, wish the people in the, in, 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 in the past, ancestors, you know, people who have gone, you know, passed away. And just spreading love to everybody. And also, a way to get, like, sort of, you know, looking forward to the future for a great new year, prosperity, safety, health for everybody. And so, part of that tradition is doing a lot of mantras, a lot of incense, and putting all these things. So, it was a nice long deal. And then get vegetarian food back. And so, I'm just kind of enjoying that. Um, but just what Robert was talking about, the outlook and commonality that we have. Yeah. I think this is just going to be the beginning because we get it. And as you know, time goes by, it just shows us that regardless of price going up, people are stacking, right? You, you, and I was thinking the opposite. I was like, no, it's going to slow it down. But no, it doesn't, that's not the facts, right? The facts show us the opposite. So, I don't know what it is about this. It's just a very interesting thing. But I do want to wish you guys a very happy Chinese New Year. And um, by the way, I'm not Asian, but I just want to wish everybody a happy Chinese New Year. Gung Hoi Fat Choi, right? So what is, uh, so I'm not that familiar with Chinese New Year. Can you explain the part of the Chinese New Year celebration where it's traditional to go kill a bunch of bears? Yeah, yeah, no, no. All of us, you know, we kill all sorts of bears during Chinese New Year's Day. Like, ah, that's what happened, right? I'm telling you, China went ahead and unleashed all this liquidity in the market. And, of course, those people there are just like, well, what do I do, right? Smash mine. And literally, the time is uncanny that that has happened. They inject the money for whatever they're doing. And part of that is just like, and then here's the thing, Chinese New Year's, you know, people give money, uh, red envelopes. I don't know if you guys know, know about that, but if you look up Chinese New Year's, it's always associated with red envelopes. So people just pass money if you're married, okay? If you're married, then what you need to do, your responsibility is give to the people who are not married, you know, a red envelope, whatever amount you want. Some give big, big amounts, some don't. And it's this tradition. So like I had a, Pass out a whole bunch of red envelopes uh, last night during the New Year's Eve party. And it's just freaking crazy because what happened is restaurants, they don't take your orders anymore because they're like, we don't have 
it's, it's too much, like too many orders, and so they don't take orders anymore. Even if you go there, they don't take your orders. So, oh, too bad you had an order two days ago for us to cook food for you. And this was not one restaurant, but multiple restaurants. It was that crazy, and people lined up a block just to eat at some fancy, nice restaurant, you know, for their New Year's Eve dinner. It's a big deal. Wonderful, man. Well, I'm glad that, that, that you're having a nice Chinese New Year's. We all are. So we're sharing that with you. So thank you for that. And 2023 is looking fantastic so far. So far, so good. Peter, what's going on, man? You savage. You're just teaching everybody how to how to stack blocks these days, guy. What's up, Peter? Mm, well, not really. I actually wanted to ask Tao why... Uh... 2658 was an important number. All right. And this is why, if you guys notice, the pattern of numbers I get has those four numbers. Two, five, six, and eight. And each word sounds like, in, 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 in Chinese, it sounds like, another word that has a specific meaning. So two sounds stands for easy, like simply easy sort of thing, flow. Five stands for fast, like fast. Six stands for path or road, a path or a road, whatever you want to do it. And finally, the A stands for prosperity and fortune good luck you know good health everything that's what I what think. is five again so, Tao? fast fast as in speed speed yes oh, like so, velocity, so quick, easy quick. so let's see easy path um easy fast path to prosperity i get it correct there you go and then that's why you see me when i get the two five eight eight that's a that's the, that's it and two eights right so this makes it even more so that's why I always get those numbers it contains those number and definitely with the eights at the end beginning it doesn't matter eights no that's that's the reason. Awesome, hey John, can you um, send somebody else a uh, co-host? Hard money, what's going on, man? I see you down there, nice stacks, brother. And yellow, what's going on, yellow? Looks like the prophecy was true. Yellow is the only uh, technical analysis person I follow. All other technical analysis is bullshit. Yellow is the master. He's right 100% of the time. And it turns out he was right this time too. So good call, Yellow. We bow. We bow to your technical analysis mastery. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, hard money. You want to come up and talk about your stack chain experience, man? You came out of nowhere. Came out of yeah. nowhere. Hard money. Just... Hard, hard money is like a new stack chain, right? Because I was like, yeah, that's uh, the first time. So it came out of nowhere. Yeah, well done. Like, and and he's just like balls deep in stack chain. <laughs> like he's got the stack joins down. He did a stack raid earlier today. I mean, this guy was just born to stack chain. Yellow, what's going on, man? Welcome to the stage. Hey guys, what's up? I'm doing good. Uh, relaxing for uh, Sunday. 
getting ready for another week of Fiat mining. Hey, Yellow. Yeah. It's Sunday. Is it? Yeah, maybe not in Greece, but here and everywhere else, it's, well, hold on. Maybe it's tomorrow somewhere else, but I think it's still today in Greece. Oh, crap. Well, we, we can give Yellow a pass on not knowing what day of the week it is, considering he's poured all his time and energy into Bitcoin TA. Like, so that's what we rely on him for. That's what he does. He doesn't need to know what day it is. He just He just needs to know you know, the prophecy. That's all. Yeah, I didn't open the charts today, so I didn't see the, the day. My bad. Well, you don't need to open the charts, Yellow. All you need to do is go go look at the stack chain tip and follow the uh, follow the path, the easy uh, the easy path to prosperity back along this stack chain. And uh, I think you will uh, have all the TA information that you need. Path, path prosperity is that uh, 69 69 you're close it's actually uh, two, uh, 26 uh, 58 is the is the number 20 26 okay. 60, where we're at right now what is what what is 23 the goat <laughs> yeah I like it good job what's up yellow What's up, Derek? I just want to know how your shit post prophecy turned out to be true. Like, do you have some knowledge of the future or what, man? Uh, the second time. Yeah, people hey, forgetting. I did, people yellow. forgetting. I did. I did it second time, right? Yellow. When mm-hmm. are you gonna When are you gonna hold your first uh, spaces with Jam on Noster? Yeah, let's bring you over, Yellow. Do you know about this? I have a website. That allows you to do spaces without Twitter, man. How? I mean, it's not so. It's not real spaces, but it, it functions very similar. Hold on, he wanted to know how, Derek. I'm going to tell him how. You yeah. gotta, you gotta take a deep breath and yell really fucking loud so everybody can hear you. That doesn't make any sense, Peter. <laughs> There's you go to spaces.nosterplebs.com and you can create a room. Actually, if you go to spaces.nosterplebs.com and then slash yellow, you could have the yellow room and it would always be yours. And you could go in there and do your do your things there. You don't need an app. It works on any website uh, or I'm sorry, any web browser and any phone device, whatever. Yellow, when I said that you just needed to take a deep breath and yell really loud, you knew what I was talking about, right? That's that's some old school technology. Yeah, I go like it's some kind of bug or something. Like it's not not loud. Just gotta shout it out to the world; it'll be heard. Yeah. Hey, Yellow, when's the when's the hundred k party? Not when. I mean, I, I know when it is, but where is it? Where's the uh, where's the hundred k party gonna be? Oh, ah, we're planning like one major party for now. That is the having party. I don't know about the. Uh, I had an arcade party. I wish it had happened the same day. That would be fucking awesome. Because right. um, we are Yellow. really planning on doing the El Salvador party down there. With some. Are, you, 
you're, you're planning you're planning that with Sean. Is that is Sean still the spearhead of this, or is now the meat yeah, yeah. factory the the spearhead? No, it is a project of uh, the meme factory, but like Sean is like the uh, the guy that's basically runs it more. What's that is there any- down there, man? Is there anybody else that's involved with uh, with the with the uh, with the having party, or is it just just the meme factory? Uh, I think uh, now for now, uh, uh, Sean uh, basically is um, researching all the stuff. And we also have a, um, a site to for you to subscribe, and uh, we're looking for um, uh, companies to pitch in, like because it's gonna cost some something uh, for sure. Because like it's a it's a fucking huge like uh, all inclusive hotel uh, right next to the beach, so. Uh, uh, we want to make it uh, affordable for players, but also uh, not a cultural, uh, <laughs> not a basically not a, not a total seat. So, like everyone uh, is is uh, expect us to to to, to organize. <laughs> Let's say like that. Well, we're used to stack chainers are used to a shit show. And uh, we actually enjoy there's certain aspects of a shit show that make it uh, better than uh, if it was uh, completely organized. So this is why Derek has a problem with me when I say things like, uh, you know, all you got to do is shout it out at the top of your lungs because um, he's uh, he's a little more autistic than I am. Yeah. Yeah. When Yellow was talking about like they have a place and they have a plan. I was like, what the fuck is going on at Meme Factory? They're all like organized and responsible and shit i'll have you know our hackathon was well organized yeah the yeah. thing is it started like a meme then it became like reality because sean actually went out there and did the the first uh, like uh uh interviews and like uh he met people he researched it a little bit and then um it became real um and um uh, then, like, then, like, snowball of questions came, like, uh, security-wise, and like, where are people gonna uh, eat and sleep, and like, yeah, it's it's becoming like, uh, it's becoming more real uh, as it goes, and uh, we got we gotta have answers for everything. So, uh, we we want we want people to come to come and uh, all basically hang out around the pool all day and talk Bitcoin and then at night have our silly uh, uh, party stuff. So it's not going to be the the usual conference. We okay. want it to okay. be... Okay, yellow, yellow. All we want I do be... all day long is talk about Bitcoin with my, with my stack chain friends. I party when I'm not talking about Bitcoin and uh, I hang out by the pool. So... Tell me about something about this El Salvador having party that uh, isn't part of my normal life. It's in El Salvador. <laughs> yeah, to say it's in El Salvador. Yeah, it's in El Salvador. Peter, you're, you're not living a normal life, Peter. I mean, start there. Uh, you mean <laughs> Peter's not normal, Robert? Is that is that what you just said? Well, none of us here are normal. We are free. Well, right, but we, but we all found, found each other. That's the beauty of it. 
Sean is down there. Sean, come up and uh, explain stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. Sean, you are always welcome on Stack Chain stage, man. You know that. We love you. I, 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 basically, basically, the feeling that we're getting is like, you know where uh, you go to a meetup and a, a big conference, and basically uh, you end up having fun outside the room that everybody's speaking, like when you're hugging with plebs. And you just go there because, like, okay, you watch, like, 10 or 15 minutes of the speech that you really were expecting, but then all the rest of the time you're spending around that thing. So we wanted to be that thing. Like, we wanted to spend... We want all the time to be something like spend it around with plebs, around the around the pub, around the pits, around the pools. We don't care. Uh, that's the feeling we want. That's, nice. where the true, that's where the true conference is found, right? The true conference happens in the halls and outside the conference. Exactly, exactly. What's going on, Sean? What's up, Anthony? What's up, everybody? Yellow did a, Yellow did a great job explaining the having party, by the way. Yeah, I, you know, uh, I went down to El Salvador this summer and um, basically went all over El Salvador looking for the best place to, uh, I think I stopped at probably 20 different places. And I, and I had a, a, a group of guys that were, that were with me that, uh, that, they're, that they're actually used to throwing big events like this. Uh, they're they're kind of helping out with the meme factory. They're kind of on the side. They're not really Bitcoiners, but they know how to throw events. So, um, but then they got to meet a lot of Bitcoiners down there in El Salvador, and uh, they started learning a lot of the terminology, learning to not shitcoin and all that stuff. So it was really cool. But, but yeah, we're throwing it at this really cool resort. It's all inclusive, so it's you know, here's the thing: is when you go to when you go like when I go to Miami, right? When I go to Pacific Bitcoin, you go down there. You pay for the you pay for the ticket, right? You you travel down there and everything, paying for the hotel. But then on top of it, then you're paying for for your food. You know, you always want to get good meals and all these different things. And you, you know, you may be paying for drinks, and then just adds a lot more. So I, we actually found this place that's that's all inclusive. So it's all you can eat, all you can drink, alcoholic, non-alcoholic. It's right on the beach, pools. It's got literally everything all in one place. So Sean, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like a cruise ship on land, right? Exactly. That's that's uh, probably the best way to explain it. It's just like a cruise ship. You got everything you need, um, and and then we're gonna be providing some surprises along the way. I have some. I have a couple of things up my sleeve that I I don't want to say yet because I want it to be some surprises and to be fun. Can I, can I make a suggestion? Of course, and you should. You guys should have an open dime hunt. There may hide some open dimes and have a have some clues and have teams fucking looking for open dimes. All I'm saying is, there will be some ways to win Bitcoin, and and it may happen. It may start happening before the having party even begins. You know what, Sean, as you were talking, two things came to mind, like one just kind of cool story and then like one profound thought. So the cool story you're talking about, the event organizer not being into Bitcoin, they will be into Bitcoin by the time they're done with this event. When I was at when I was at Pacific Bitcoin, I went to the bar to go get a drink. And Which that was the, that was the one that was on the inside. 
Yeah, which bar? And as I'm ordering the drink, the bartender's like, hey, hey, man, should I buy some Bitcoin? Because this dude is literally, he's sitting there. He's watching the main stage. It's the second day. So it's, he's got like 10, 12, 14 hours of nonstop, like Jeff Booth, Alden, <laughs> just all these people just talking about Bitcoin, just like beaming into his brain so it's probably going to be the exact same thing with your event organizer and then the profound thought that i had which is actually quite beautiful yellow mentioned earlier that this started off as a meme and now it's real life and how beautiful is that with bitcoin where these amazing memes turn real it's like dreams coming true right like we're very we're very familiar with that in stack chain like Stack Chain started off as a meme and it's ended up being a bunch of plebs who stacked a shitload of Bitcoin and that is now becoming very, very real. So to hear, to, you know, to hear you guys say like happening party meme and now there's a happening party going on in El Salvador is just beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah thanks. I mean, it, it honestly started out back in, for me at least, the idea, the idea or the meme it happened back in 2020 in the last having because there was no having party and i remember i was all excited and i was all geeked up for the having and i'm like let's go bitcoin's having this is fun you know i was telling my friends who weren't who were no coiners i'm like yeah bitcoin having is happening and they're like what's that and i'm like you know i explain it to them they still don't really understand it even though it's super easy to understand and um, you know, then I go online and it's like I'm watching Anthony Pompliano crack open a beer, and I was like, "This is the dumbest thing! Like this, this needs to be like this is one of the biggest things in Bitcoin, in my opinion." And and I don't think that you know us, the meme factory, there were some geniuses for thinking of a having party. Uh, it's a pretty obvious idea that will happen with or without the meme factory eventually. So it, it's, it's like, why not do it now? and and make it fun and you know and i see peter your hand up one more thing i just want to say was to me the havings if people if if normies can understand the havings then it's a lot easier to understand how bitcoin's price goes up from cycle to cycle it's easy to understand that there are cycles first of all and so it can like a lot of people don't understand you, you get that Bitcoin's price. It's higher highs from every cycle and higher lows from every cycle. And if people would understand what the having is, then it's super easy to understand that how you're measuring price, you know, not this cycle's low versus last cycle's high. And the other thing is, if you look at all the other shit coins, you know, all these other crypto influencers, they, they have the same trope every single four years. What is it? alt season alt season's here but what does alt season come from it comes from bitcoin's having so then it just showed me it showed me again that having showed me that bitcoin is not you know you know it's it's not like oh there's going to be another bitcoin it showed me that all these altcoins they just run off the hype from the real thing which is bitcoin so it, there's a lot of education that can happen if more and more people understand what the having is. And that's, that's what I hope that we can accomplish too. Absolutely. Peter, what's up, man? Well, uh, first, first I wanted to say, um, uh, truthful, uh, is in the audience and love your memes, truthful third. 
since we were kind of talking about memes and meme-based uh, uh, reality. Uh, I hope some of your uh, memes become reality because they're fucking cool. Also, Sean, I wanted to tell you just how much I respect you and what you had to say. That's why I put my hand up and decided not to interrupt you. But I had a question to ask you. I don't understand. Why is there a basketball in your profile? That is because everything is basketball, sir. Okay, uh, that's no. a fair answer. It is orange. It's orange. Obviously, it's orange. Waldo, what's up, man? Yeah, I'll be brief, and then I'll jump down and leave room for someone else. Um, but, Sean, you, you made me think of something when you mentioned, you know, education of the havings. And lately, I've been doing a ton of research, kind of wondering a, a question about when you hear from other, other countries, the less developed countries, and this narrative that in these places, Bitcoin is really serving as a medium of exchange um, because censorship resistant money is needed because, you know, maybe like Nigeria, CBDCs are a threat. And I understand that. But the research I've been doing lately demonstrates that when when super poor groups of people are given an opportunity to save, they actually do it. And some quick examples are like when in, in like lottery programs or pilot programs, when they they pick random people in like in slums in Nepal, for example, and they say, you can have a savings account. You don't have to put any money up. It's free to open like t- huge, huge percentages of people do it like up to 80 percent. And another example is like. Uh, very rural remote areas they'll they'll make like a little advance a little bank on wheels that goes to these places to so people can access it so anyway the reason that this relates to the to the having is since the, since you know we think that this is the beginning of the next bull market um regardless of i think we know december 23rd was the bottom but nonetheless um i'd like to challenge the narrative that bitcoin has to be a medium of exchange in these places and i think that Poor, the poor do want to save. And I think it's education, like you said, Sean, is the key. And if there's a timing to that savings, like A, you know, Bitcoin needs to be learned about and that it's the best savings tool in human history. And B, if there's a time to start saving, that that time is now. And I actually, I even asked Bitcoin Akazi if he saw this changing from the medium of exchange to the store of value. And he said, absolutely, but it's a slow process. So I think that education piece is huge. And I hope more and more people even if it's little micro stacks like we do on micro stack chain are able to save and start saving now in preparation for this next bull market. hundred percent. I see your hand, Peter. And the other thing that I've noticed in talking to different Bitcoin communities around the world is when they go, they go hard. Like, especially in these places where the money is, where the money is broken. I like Sean or yellow. Did you guys hear about Tachira? You guys probably, you probably haven't. So it's this very cool, like, stack chain story. Like, two or three months ago, there was a rancher in El Salvador that was hitting up stack chainers, and he was he was asking for help. And th- it kind of looked a little scammy. Like, we weren't, you know, quite, quite sure about it. Just random person asking for Bitcoiners. But there was... Uh, there was three Bitcoiners that kind of took the time to talk to the guy, three stack chainers, um, Alabama, Buddha, and Sida kind of took the time to listen to his story. They took a chance on him. They gave him some Bitcoin and his story was, uh, his uncle had passed away. He wanted to buy some goats to, to have, a a goat and sheep farm and kind of, Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. him. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so then check this out. So then he kind of disappears 
And then two or three months later, they show up on our radar again. And this dude is like, he's got all these goats and sheep. He's selling the products for Bitcoin. He's teaching people about Bitcoin. He's on the radio talking about Bitcoin. And, it, you know, he's, he's like the seed of a Bitcoin community in Venezuela, like the first guy. So, it, you know, Bitcoiners go, go hard. Like once you see what it can do for you, and especially in places where the money is bad, where the money is corrupt, and frankly, evil, you know, Bitcoin shines like this bright beacon of like hope and people flock, people just go towards it. It's it's an amazing thing to see. What's up, Peter? I just wanted to, to direct yellow to the uh, to the uh, meme that I put up in the nest. And that was uh, Alex uh, Stanzix from from Cafe Bitcoin. That was Alex's first foray into the stack chain. And being a young adult of the 80s, I would just like to say that if uh, any of you want to make a meme come true, I'm all for that one. Peter putting in requests. Somebody make Peter's dream come true. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a lot of yale. Man, you guys are getting me pumped up for this happening party. I might have to figure out how to make that happen. Like some of my favorite. Hold on, people you haven't already made, figured out how to make that happen. I'm taking dude. my motorcycle down there. Dude, I'll be down dude, there dude, on my you motorcycle. Got, think, think about this, right? That's why I wanted to get the word out. Like I've been talking about it for over, for over a year now. Um, but I want to give plebs enough time to be able to to stack up a little bit. If right, here's how I look at it. If you have if you have a decent stack and you want to hang out with plebs during the having, there's going to be a having party for you. And if you're like, look, hey, I gotta keep, I gotta stack as much Bitcoin as I can. It makes no sense for me to go to any having party or to any conference. I totally get that too. Like, then don't like don't go to the if it's if it's like, hey, I gotta get more Bitcoin, then get more Bitcoin. But it you know a lot of people, including myself, I've gone to different events where you meet up with Bitcoiners. You know, and you just and there's value in that too. So I wanted to make something that that hopefully you know represents what Bitcoin is, what the having is, and I know that you know with the meme factory, did those guys you know anything's possible, and so it's just been it's been a lot of fun being able to prepare for this. Peter, Peter, I see your head. I'm gonna conclude this uh, Sean's uh, thinking. Okay. Even though, even if you don't fucking trust us to organize this shit, like, how horrible can it get? We're going to be on El Salvador in an all-inclusive hotel with fellow Bitcoiners right down the beach, and there's alcohol. Like, you cannot mess it up a little, you know? I don't know. I've watched Fire Festival, if it's possible. So they didn't have a hotel with with food and rooms and all that other stuff. I want to I want to I want to thank Sean and, Sean and Yellow for uh, for for organizing this thing. I, I think you're right, Yellow. It doesn't matter what kind of shit show it is. It's going to be awesome. And the reality is, is that I think if there's any kind of action against us, it's going to be to keep us inside of the uh of the the event hotel and and not be able to get out because once we once we spill out of there 
all fucking hell is going to break loose in El Zante. Um, I also wanted to say, Sean, thank you for, you know, being um, as as responsible as you are and letting people know that, you know, staying solvent uh, into this this transition era going from fiat to um, uh, to Bitcoin is uh, the way to do it. I see uh, Vikingo down there in the crowd and he's always talking <laughs> about staying solvent. And and it is super important for us to, to think about. And, you know, you're also right that um, part of part of my first experience was at was at Pacific Bitcoin as far as a, a Bitcoin conference. And I would say to anybody that is listening in this room who is part of Stack Chain or is thinking about becoming part of Stack Chain or the meme factory or the Bitcoin community or wherever you're at in your process, um, going to a live venue with a bunch of other like-minded Bitcoin knuckleheads is an amazing, um, amazing experience. It's freeing and it enables you to be able to see and really, really be able to physically and palatably understand that you are not alone when it comes to this idea of Bitcoin, this value system, um, and this social consensus that we continue to build in this world. And I and I thank you, Sean, for not only um, spearheading this this uh, this conference, but also being willing as the uh, the wealthy basketball player that you are to help plebs get there that uh, just can only stack corn. Yeah, and, and I can I can tell you from personal experience that like half the people on stage I've met in purpose in person at Pacific Bitcoin, and it's a life altering experience. Like we went like we're good friends. Like we do things together. We we come together to push forward Bitcoin adoption, and our conviction in Bitcoin. Once we all got together in a group, just multiplied like a hundred times like it's so amazing to be in a 100 percent bitcoin environment where you're surrounded by other bitcoiners where you can do bitcoin things it gives you a little picture of what you know this hopeful future that we are building is going to be like and it's beautiful and it's amazing and uh i'm totally pumped up i have to figure out how to get down there um man that's awesome skinner what's going on man i saw you sneak up to the stage what's going on so just uh it's nice to catch a space that's not past my bedtime so i want to say hi doesn't your bedtime kind of rotate it's it's just it's just yeah but i'm always asleep during the spaces like i said it kind of rotates yeah. Yellow, I heard a, I heard a rumor that you're you're going after the uh, palindrome block uh, two six six two that's coming up. Uh, is that that come with a gift? Yeah, a shitload of sats. You, you get you get a bunch of sats, like probably close to point one, I think. At this point, I, I have to look at Moscow time to really be able to figure that out. But I think you're close to point one, uh, or just over point one on the on the sats at uh, two, six, six, two. So that's, that's a pretty good number. Nice. 
first first of the next month. First of the month. Okay. You guys heard it here. Yellow just made a commitment. He definitely won't break it. He's a man of his word. Every time he says the first of the month, it always happens. We just can't stock stock any blacks blocks until then. You said you said blacks. Yeah, don't stack them either. <laughs> so, so what's the next prophecy, Yellow? Nah, 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 nah. I'm, I'm, I'm okay for now. I'm okay for now. That fucking thing gave me ulcer, so I'm okay for now. Uh, now we're gonna listen, guys. Obviously, it's a meme, right? Secondly, okay, I've been twice correct, but it comes from my experience from a lot of cycles and a little bit of psychology uh, and a little bit of reading stuff, I guess. And uh, sec like second of all, uh, we I think we're entering like slowly. Uh, we, we're out slowly from the consolidation phase. We're gonna, I think we're gonna slowly breeding, uh, as I said, little green steps. And uh, I know it's sad that you're gonna get less and less sats, but uh, at the same time, whatever fucking dirty fiat you're gonna be saving and tra tra transforming to sats, you're gonna see those rise. So uh, we're gonna have ups and downs because no one can predict what uh, the clan world will throw to us. So uh, those will become weeks. Uh, and uh, but yeah, like without being a hundred percent correct, my experience shows that. Bitcoin does what it does all the time. Like, it's that fucking OG meme, like, don't buy Bitcoin because it crashes. Like, it's the same cycle. Uh, it does little green steps. It's like a continuation from of the consolidation, but, like, to, towards upwards. And then craziness happened. Like, then your aunt is calling. Then your father is like, oh, that Bitcoin... Pumped, I heard, like, yeah, a craziness happened. And uh, the difficult the difficult part, basically, is the bull market. Like, in the bear market, it's pretty easy. We hang around, ask crazy here. Most of the people leave. We stuck us crazy, right? Like, uh, because we, we do know you have to go through the bear, you have to go through the pain and the sacrifice in order to enjoy the bull. So... I know the bull brings anxiety stuff, <laughs> at least for me, like it makes me anxious, but uh, just enjoy it. Just enjoy the memes and the craziness that will come. And um, you gotta, you gotta control your emotions um, as they come. Like I saw people, a lot of people like get depressed, even I got a little bit depressed, like uh, in the bear markets, you get the bear market blues, right? Like, you gotta make it yourself in those days back, like as you guys did. You find yourself, you find each other, and you made it. You made it uh, hopeful. You made it fun. That's what you have to do in the bear market. Like in the same, in the same way, in the bull market, you have to control yourself. Get over, overexcited. Like whenever you you go to get overexcited, just just chill. Take a take a breath. 
and like think more logically, right? Because um, those emotions will lead you to uh, mistakes, even if you're in the bear or even if you're in the bull. So next prophecy, I don't know, but it was just a, an uh, expression of myself to like, like I had enough of hugging blues. Like, okay, let's do this now. So I was again correct for some reason. Maybe, maybe some whales are watching, are a fan of memes, man. I don't know. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yellow is like fucking memeing it now. Okay, let's do this. Who knows? I mean, Sailor knows who you are, so. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, and the thing is, like, when you're stacking sats, you can't, you can't lose. If the cuckbuck value goes down, you get more sats for your cuckbuck. If the cuckbuck value goes up, you own a larger piece of the world divided by 21 million. Like, you literally can't lose. And once you can accept that and you can break apart from the value from valuing Bitcoin in money that is worthless and valuing Bitcoin in sats, it, it makes it a whole hell of a lot easier. And I, I appreciate the depression of the bear market, but I didn't get any of that this time, you know, because, because we were in stat chain and I was just, I was just with all these people, we were having fun stacking sats. And it was a good time. Some of the best things that ever happened to me in my life happened in 2022 when everybody's crying, you know, and, and upset and depressed. And I'm just like, this is fucking great. Give me more of this. I can't get enough. Yeah. And for me also, for me also, Anthony, I did like a, a lot of uh, stacking this uh, year. It was great. And, uh, the thing is that uh, I hear you sometimes, uh, you guys memeing, uh, saying like, oh, Stuxin is uh, dying and stuff. And uh, I hear it from others too, that like, now that we're rising, I don't have that amount of like um, willpower to stack, but like, because it's like so expensive now, I don't get so many sats now. And I said it in my space yesterday that if you think about it, uh, the, the the levels that we are here, if you uh, agree that the bull market is coming, right? And the craziness isn't isn't here yet. Like the halving hasn't happened even yet. So we are very early in the bull market, let's say, okay? Those levels, like if you take it back the previous cycle, the 3K levels, the 4K levels, they will never come back. Like, whatever you change now to, from dirty fiat to sats, even if every month you get less and less, you will never see those these levels again, ever. So even if the bull market sat, uh, cycle started and you get less sats, why won't you be stacking like crazy? Like I, I, I have to interrupt you, Danilo. I have to interrupt you because since uh, since this little mini pump which really depresses me, by the way, because it's a it's a fucking bull market bounce. And I would rather that it didn't do it. In any case, um, I think that we have had an increase in the amount of people that are posting blocks since 300%. this little bull market bounce. People yeah. are FOMOing into Stack Chain. Yeah, so this little pump has That's increased cool. blocks on Stack Chain by 300%. We have an average of one or two a day. 
And in the last two days, we've had six. So nice, nice. So I have I have all data. I have all data. It seems that's that's good. <laughs> so you got to keep up, man. Stack chain is a bitch. It changes. What's up, Buddha? What's going on, man? I see your hand up. What's up, guys? Um, I just wanted to pop in and say hi. Um, I heard y'all mentioning about the the value of Bitcoin and and how you can get depressed and this and that. And I I kind of been on that mission this whole weekend about staring at kind of like a dollar sign and, and wondering what that means to me and um if i get excited when that dollar value of bitcoin goes up what's that saying about me am i still controlled by the u.s dollar um and the answer is yeah so i think the only choice is to become completely agnostic to it and just keep stacking regardless um i think most of us know that um but that's kind of the mission that i've been on as well it's like why 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 would i feel better if bitcoin is at 23k than i feel if it's at 16k i shouldn't i shouldn't care at all so i'm trying to just uh work on that that's all Buddha, what do you think about um, what it means to sit and watch the Fed and the Fed's numbers? And how important is that to your life? Um, it's not important to my life at all. And it pisses me off tremendously. As you know, um, I, I kind of made a post on that. Also, it's like, why are you FOMOing into Bitcoin now? The Fed hasn't pivoted. If you're all about the macro environment, go back to your macro environment. Um, but again, Bitcoin means something different to everybody. So I can't make that choice for them. I'm never going to sit around and wait for the Fed to do anything for me personally to convert into Bitcoin. Otherwise, they own me um, and I'm not going to bend my knee to them so that they can tell me when it's OK for me to buy Bitcoin. And if I sit around and wait for that, um, that is antithetical to what I believe. So that's just not me. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> like, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Chuck. Go ahead. I was just going to say, like. One of the biggest things that I learned over the last cycle was like, you know, when Bitcoin really pumps in that bull market, it's it's kind of crazy because you're like, well, this is like you, it's hard to, to I mean, it's yeah. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin, but it's hard to not be like, oh, my gosh, I'm worth way more money than I've ever been worth in my whole life. Like It feels insane, you know, and so but then the price drops. And then you go, and then you come back to real life and you're like, oh yeah, I guess I'm, you know, I'm a regular pleb. And so I think just one of the biggest things that I'm going to try to do is like, is to not get too high and not get too low. You know, like I'm not a genius when we're in a bull market and I'm not an idiot when we're in a bear market. And I think that's something that you like the, the whole stay humble stack sats. It's, it's like you have to, like you get humbled in these bear markets and then you forget when when the price just starts pumping and you know you the good thing about it is just like i was right you know like that's what feels great about it but i think you do need to just be able to stay humble even when the price is pumping insane well yeah and the reality is bitcoin doesn't understand us at all it doesn't it doesn't care if we're happy or if we're sad it just you know tiktok next block it does what it does um, Buddha, I, I, I love it when Buddha's fired up and I can feel Buddha's energy. So I'm just, um, Buddha, but isn't, isn't macro important to Bitcoin? Like really, really important. Attention, all that <laughs> why, macro. why do you want to, why are you pushing me down this path? You know, you know, the answer is no to me. Absolutely not. Um, the, the, the Bitcoin is here to stop that madness. It's here to save us from that madness, from from a few people sitting in a room making decisions over the price of all things. And we can choose to opt out collectively and we don't have to worry about that anymore. So if more people just, you know, they, you just keep educating, 
we don't have to worry about some dude making decisions on interest rates and the price of this and the price of that. We don't we don't even know what the price of anything is anymore. It's all fake. It's all narrative driven. Um, so yeah, you know how I feel about that. So the, the key is just to keep educating about Bitcoin, keep converting relentlessly, burning as many cuck bucks as possible, and just keep living our lives, you know? And 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 the the only value that really will come with the the fiat value going up will be that we can invest more in Bitcoin only companies and people that we believe in uh, to push forward Bitcoin adoption globally. So, right, I love me some Buddha. I can't get enough. What's Great up, Andre? I, I see your hand up, Andre. Hey guys, how you going? We're doing lovely, man. What's going on in Andre's world? Beautiful, mate. Um, no, I just um came back from some other space with, uh, you know, there were. You know, Ethereum shit coiners. And I can see a few familiar faces here, but like, you know, they, they raised a good point. Um, you know, with Ethereum and how it could do this and that. Um, and we, we all know. I'm not really interested in talking about Ethereum, Andre. Bob, what's going on, man? What's going on, Bob? What's going on, y'all? How you doing? I'm uh I'm in a poker game, kind of trying to listen to this conversation and can't really talk. But I had to poke in, and I you know I've kind of been talking about this before. But you know, we're human beings, and Bitcoin is money. So we're we're collecting it because it's the best money in the world, because it buys us shit, and because we don't have we don't have to whore our time out as much to other people, because that's what we do with our money. We work for it, and and we exchange that labor, and store the value so that we can buy the shit that we want, so that we don't have to work for other people, so that we can help our families, we can protect our families, we can help other people, all these things. That's what money's for, it's a fucking tool. And we want that money to be worth shit. So yeah, like I'm happy when the shit goes up because I want to buy more shit and I want my family to be happy and I want to be able to help other people. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like we're all human fucking beings. And you know, I don't think it's like, sustainable to ask bitcoiners not to be human uh that's it fucking love you guys i'm not i'm not human i'm a puppet i i love i love the fact that there are there are potentially eight people sitting at a poker table looking at bob going what the fuck is bitcoin no i think i got my bitcoin ring on and i they know that i'm an idiot insane cult person that's, that's that's great. Ship special. When you throw a punch with a Bitcoin ring, it leaves like a mark. Say it again. I'm in a fucking poker game. What yellow? I said like when you throw a punch with a Bitcoin ring on, you leave a mark. Yeah, hell yeah. You got to see this thing. It's fucking huge. My wife made it out of silver sheet metal. It sticks out. It will definitely leave a B on anyone that fucks with this guy. Get him, Bob. Get him. <laughs> It's just another form of Bitcoin adoption. Loco, what's going on, man? I saw you come to the stage. What's up, Loco? Yeah, I, I joined up to a pretty good conversation. I uh, I just got off work, and I heard you guys talking about, uh, or I at least heard Buddha talk about correlating to the fiat price. Uh, we all know that um, it, that the value is what you have. So if you have one set, you have one set. But uh, get adoption, uh, people are still trapped under the fiat system and they have to see 
right now they look at Bitcoin and they see, oh, Bitcoin's way up. And then that's that is what triggers their mind to see uh, maybe indulge in the rabbit hole that Bitcoin is. Um, and I right now, uh, people don't see that without the US or with a dollar sign or a euro sign or any of that stuff. So I think it's one driving factor to get them in. But as you know, as Buddha's uh, saying, um, you just got to at some point we're going to have to se- I think we're going to have to separate from that. But um, it, it, it's a long path and we're here for the ride. I think that we're just going to see that and there's no way we can really do anything. I mean, I shouldn't say do anything about it, but it'll happen with due time. Everybody comes to Bitcoin in their own time and in their own way. And you're right, Loco, like a lot of people come because the cuck puck value comes up. But once you start stacking sets, once you start taping, you know, saving your time and energy in an honest money, then you learn about it. Eventually, you kind of get past the the cuck buck value of Bitcoin. So absolutely. What's up, puppy? That's why you come up to stage. What's going on, man? <laughs> guys hey man great to see everybody you know the weekends are usually just a wasteland of any quality bitcoin uh spaces content so yeah i just jumped on i, I saw you guys going uh i was down with the anders we went down to the naples uh there's a naples bitcoin day so that was cool man we had a great time uh lapard foss all these people down there um got to hang out with uh gary leland from bitblock boom it's a great time man and uh yeah everything i you know i'm just jumping in catching up you know, and, you know, th- this is what I'm learning over the years with Bitcoin is just um, the price, honestly, to me, doesn't matter anymore um, because the narrative has always changed. Yes, we all want number go up. Um, but I'm, obviously, um, we talk about this all the time in, in many other spaces. I'm just more fearful of the financial tyranny coming our way, man. Um, uh, you know, the CBDCs coming down. Um, I, I just like having value outside of that system. There's nothing, man, nothing makes you feel better knowing that, man, I've got stuff outside. No matter what they bring, whatever they bring down on us, I've got a a group of people and friends and I've got connections now where I can exchange value outside of the system. It's a beautiful feeling. Yeah, well, and once again, you touch on the point of community and meeting other Bitcoiners. So one of the things we were talking about before you came in, Pubby, was the happening party in El Salvador. And then a lot of us were talking about our, you know, how impactful it is for us to go meet other Bitcoiners and spend time with Bitcoiners and be in that environment. Um, it, it's if, it, if, if anybody in the audience has never been to a Bitcoin conference or a Bitcoin meetup, that's that will take you to the next level. Go hang out with Bitcoiners. Go shake some hands and, and go see what Bitcoin is like in the real world. It's entirely different than on Twitter. Like and if you these- and if you can't and if you can't do that, this, the next best thing is come join Stack Chain and the Stack Chain community. And I can tell you this because I've done both. And the next best thing after that is come join spaces, join uh, Pubby Space, the Toxic Happy Hour, join Cafe Bitcoin, join any of the Bitcoin maxi spaces, because there is a sense of community that you can achieve there. But Anthony is correct. The pinnacle of that community is in person 
at a Bitcoin meetup or a Bitcoin conference. And you would be absolutely surprised what a few motivated Bitcoiners can do. Because as Bitcoiners, you know, we believe in a better world and we want a better world and we actively participate in any way that we can to move the ball forward. So when you meet other people that are like that, you are establishing the relationships and the foundation that pushes Bitcoin adoption. And it's so powerful. It feels so good. It's an amazing experience. What's up, Yellow? So, yeah, concluding the thoughts we all had around price and why we are fixating to the fiat uh, number. Um, it's something I struggled a lot and uh, also. And I figure out that, like, uh, in the end, for Bitcoin, it doesn't matter. And for the so-called goal, we all have the hyper-Bitcoinization of our world. Like, uh, we come from different... Uh, geographies and different backgrounds and so different uh, lives and uh, but we all uh, um, connect in the same point we we transfer whatever fiat uh, money we get from our jobs to sats and for whatever reason you come in this space like uh, the first level basically most of us uh, were here for the gains the fiat gains and slowly we realized, oh, uh, this is actually fuck you money. So if I hold it, uh, nobody can take it. So that's another level of freedom you realize. And then with that comes the realization that it doesn't matter the, the US dollar at the, at, the, at, at the end, because like I have that freedom also. So and at another level that it's very difficult to um, to understand and very few of us, I think, uh, are really grasping. It is like the the future for for our kids and for the coming generations that like it's gonna be hyper bitcoinized, and then we we truly are we're gonna be free of like checking the USD USD dollar because until then there is a battle coming going on, right? Like we are in the between, we are in before hyper bitcoinization. So in order to uh, win that enemy of yours that it's called Fed or the European uh, Bank or whatever, you have to uh, check how much, how good or bad are you doing against it. And you do that through that price, that ratio between USD and SATs. So until we win those and we truly have a hyper Bitcoinized world, uh, there's going to be people like. And and us, of course, that we're going to be taking that price. I feel, and that's that's okay. That's that's how it, it, it's also like a matter of like holding isn't easy. Technically, it's easy, but like it's not easy psychologically. It takes it tells you from the inside, like it takes sacrifice to buy and hodl. It's not fucking easy psychologically speaking, right? Like, um, you see out there friends and family that are, li are living the fiat world um, very freely and, like, ignorant in their bliss, like, uh, spending money, taking loans, not caring that much. And from the other hand, like, you are, like, 
wearing the same t-shirt like with holes in it because you're stuck in sats. <laughs> so it takes that, that sacrifice like uh, takes a toll on you. It has an effect. And you're like, am I missing out? Like my, my kid wants a new bike and I'm telling you like I'm going to fix your old bike because <laughs> in 10 years you're going to be like, I'm going to be the coolest dad ever. But I might be not now, but like you're going to see. So that kind of sacrifice has its impact on you. And um, that comes because we are just in the between. We're between be before that hybrid Bitcoinized world. And to reach there, it's a battle. It's a battle from for for adoption uh, to convert more normies to our way of thinking it, it's also a battle with you, within you that's the bigger battle so yes we're gonna check the usd price because the usd is not beaten yet as is in euro and every other fiat out there so that's my thoughts so uh, uncommon changes in the world do not come from common people they, they come from people who act courageously when it's not easy. And that's if you are if you were stacking sats in 2022, you are an uncommon person. We you know, we are the vanguard of the network. The network isn't just code. The network is the people that are involved, the people that are pushing the network forward, the people that make themselves available to other people who want to learn and the people that ignore the FUD and continue building, continue moving forward in whatever way that is. And uncommon change comes from uncommon people. What's up, Buddha? Hey, what's up? So, yeah, in regards to just hodling and, and how it is difficult, I, I, I find a lot of um, it comes easy for me because anytime I really think about what's going on, I know, I know so many people and families that have been destroyed by inflation um, that it's extremely important to get out from underneath the system. Nothing, nothing is more important than getting rid of the fiat experiment to me. So, yeah, I, I understand everybody comes at different reasons. Everybody wants, you know, different things. Um, for me personally, it's, it's a vendetta. You know, I, I want fiat gone. Um, I know I might not see it in my lifetime, but it, it's very easy for me to not even consider ever selling and, and not worry about the fiat number when, when, I, when I know so much death and destruction has has been brought upon so many people that didn't deserve it, um, that were just trying to live a peaceful life and woke up every day trying to do the right things for their families and communities and still got steamrolled because of predatory inflationary policies and criminal, you know, fed bullshit. So um, that kind of keeps me able to hodl. I, don't, I know a lot of people can't stay in that, like, you know, angry mindset, I guess. I, I don't feel angry about it. Um, it's just It's just the way that it works for me. So I don't know, man. It's like, I, I can't see myself ever coming back to a fiat mindset ever. It doesn't matter what the price of Bitcoin is. You'll never get mine. So, you know, that's how I do it. I, I think, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, please. By all means, puppy, go ahead. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, you know, um, and you hear this term, you know, the hodl, if you're, if you're new and listening, um, turn into hold on for dear life. And this was uh, the sense when, you know, many years ago. No, it's it, not. It's not Bobby. It, it's not. Uh, well, it was a misspelling, and this is what we turned it into. Uh, the the point is this: um, the narrative has shifted so much that um, once you get into this mindset and you start looking at Bitcoin as an insurance policy against the world, against what the world is doing, 
it truly is an insurance policy and you renew it every year. You know, you have your homeowner's insurance, every type of insurance you have. This is the same thing with Bitcoin. You got to have, you want insurance against the system that is out there. And the the war to me is already won. And when you, when you go and you're talking about, um, you were talking earlier about, yeah, you get to a conference and meet people. You, listen, it, um, look, the Bitcoin conference was the first one I had gone to in 2021. In fact, that's, I think that's probably the first time I met uh, Big Sean. Yeah, some of those are massive. Yep. But when you when you go to these smaller conferences, okay, and they're just like a one day conference, what's amazing is when you're sitting there and you're looking at the people that come in on you know many on their own dime, they fly in to speak, and there's a lot of new people there trying to understand what the hell is this thing called Bitcoin, and when you see these speakers that put together presentations, okay, on their own dime, on their own volition, and come in to explain it to others. You know, this isn't at the end of the day, hey, invest in my company. No, this is it's more invest in yourself. Look out for your family. Look out for your friends. Bitcoin will help you with this, this coming tsunami of, of financial tyranny. And when you see the love and support and everyone getting together, and it's fantastic. Afterward, you know, we go, we can go back and, you know, people stop. We You know, people you know bring some beer to get, you know, people bring in uh, – pizzas everyone just gets together and it's all out of love man all out of love of humanity and there's no other feeling in the world like it and they're there people that you know when you're take they take time away from their families to come to speak and educate others there's no way bitcoin can lose 100 percent, man 100 percent. so I want, I want to come back around. I want to say, if anybody's in the audience, if you're a Bitcoiner and you've never been to a conference, take take serious consideration of what Sean and Yellow and the guys are putting together for the happening party in, in 2024. It It's probably going to be amazing, like a life-altering experience, if not one of the most memorable things you ever participate in your life. And I'm so fired up for it that I've got to figure this out. i got to figure out how I can yeah. Thank, thanks thanks man and, and toxic happy hour will be there live so if anyone's wondering uh puppy and Anders will be there live and if you want to know any more information right like just go to literally bitcoinhavingparty.com um and you can sign up there on the Substack, and then we will uh keep giving you more information and there might be some clues about what's going on and where you might be able to find some bitcoin I'm, I'm setting some stuff up right now. So I'm not letting that out, but I'm just saying beware of clues being dropped along the way. This is banana bread. And, you know, some of my favorite people are there. So I can't wait to, like, meet all of these people that I've already met and, you know, give them another hug and just – just feel that cosmic, you know, stack chain energy, that Bitcoin energy. Guys, I got to I got to do last words. So we'll start off with Doc. Doc, do you have any uh, last words on stack chain? Yeah, Doc, just uh, just going to say I'm looking forward to this having party. I'll be there for sure. Um, I went to the adopting Bitcoin conference in uh, San Salvador and then El Zante. And it was it was a blast. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Wait a second, you went? I thought somebody else went. I was there too. Oh, okay. Like half the state of Alabama went to adopting Bitcoin, Derek. <laughs> Not really anything concerned about. Apparently, apparently. Wait, Alabama? Doc's from Alabama? 
Yeah, that's why I sound like that other Alabama guy because uh, you know it's just the accent. Loco, Loco, do you have any last words on Stack Chain? Yeah, I wish I would have caught more space uh, of this space. It was a great space from when I tuned in. Um, yeah, uh, knowing it, if you know me, uh, I'm going to try all my best to get down to El Salvador and join you guys. That that seems like an awesome time. Um, I don't I don't have much to say. It's a Sunday day for me, and I just got off work, so I'm just getting my head off of that. But I love all you guys, and keep on stacking sets. You know how we do it in Stack Chain. We love you too, Loco. Buddha, any last words on Stack Chain? Yeah, of course. I love Stack Chain. I love you guys. Grateful for all of you. Um, just keep stacking sats under any fiat conditions. We don't worry about the Fed. We don't worry about macro. We don't worry about interest rates. Otherwise, uh, we are getting our clues from the Fed to decide when we convert to Bitcoin. So don't be like that. Um, decide to convert at any price and remain agnostic to the fiat price. Love you guys. Love you too, Buddha. Peter, any last words on Stack Chain? Peter, you still there, man? Skinner, any last words on Stack Chain? The UTXOs are ripe and ready. They're waiting for you. Go go get those UTXOs, man. Peter stacked all of his sats, and now he lost his mind and can't talk. It happens. I mean, when you stack that many sats, it's hard to keep your wits about you. It's a lot of fucking Bitcoin. So, well done, Peter. Tao, any last words on Stack Chain? Yeah, tremendous space, you know, and I can't help but continue to listen, even though I'm at the store and buying stuff. I wanted just to say, you know, for people who were fearful in 2022, or fearful even right now, whatever may be the case, you're missing a freaking incredible opportunity. And now when you look back, everybody's wishing that they could get more cheaper sats, right? But what happened? You had three freaking months at 16k so if you're gonna get greedy like that you know i'm sorry you know when you get greedy usually you don't get what you should deserve so anyways keep telling us guys orange pill that cashier tal so don't don't leave the store unless that cashier has bought some bitcoin sean any last words on stack chain man yeah like i've always said to you guys in the stack chain you guys you know you guys remind me a lot about me, you know, and and some of the guys in the meme factory and, and some of these memers and stuff when we first started getting to know each other in like 2020 and stuff and 2019, 2020. So just keep going for it, man. Like, I, uh, I really like the energy from Stag Chain. Um, there's so much good energy from Bitcoin and, and there's so many Bitcoin communities that are being formed. And, and the biggest one is just Bitcoiners, you know, in general. So uh, keep stacking any way possible and um, thanks thanks again for having me up here it's it's always a pleasure to, to hang out with the, with the stack chain crew well thank you for coming up and you know stack chainers love us a meme factory so you know that's a that's that's a partnership you know made in satoshi's heaven right there puppy what's going on man you got a last word on stack chain puppy uh, yeah I, listen and, and, and this is what's brilliant man the stack chain community uh, it, it's so positive. Everything is positive moving forward, moving the narrative forward, moving um, the Bitcoin um, 
purchasing and, and adopting the adoption of Bitcoin, you guys are, are moving it forward so much. And I know, you know, talking to Peter, he was like, man, I looked down, I can't believe how much more I'm stacking. And just, yeah, uh, you know, just want to shout out about, it, it, to me, what I learned more, the longer I'm here after five years, um, the, the, the humanity and love between everyone in these spaces is amazing. I remember, uh, you know, first time I met Yellow and Sean and, you know, we're just making memes. No, no one had really done anything, but you, you just do your own thing, man. You create things. You, you create your own spaces. You create your own, um, just uh, niche in the the Bitcoin um, community. How you want to do it, okay? If you see that there's something sort of missing that you want to fill, you do it. So with the having party, um, I'm I'm looking so forward to this. Uh, you know, in 2024. Um, because this is the having part is a celebration. It's not. A, listen, people, when you show up there, guess what? The price is not going to triple that day. All right. Just don't get your hopes up there. It's a celebration of the beauty of what the having represents. This this uh, digital scarcity getting cut in half. All right. And so when you can get together as big corners that have look, we've been in this war together. You've been in this fight against this system, and we can get together for a celebration of what Bitcoin, what it represents, and especially the having, It's one of the core tenets of Bitcoin. When all of a sudden, because let, listen, next time, the annual supply is going to be cut in half, as the name implies, cut in half to 164,000, okay, Bitcoin that will be mined after that in a, in a year. Let's put this in perspective. MicroStrategy purchased over 130,000. That's all you need is another microstrategy to come along. And that annual supply is off the market. And then guess where they have to go next? They got to go and now find people willing to sell the hardest asset ever designed. They got to go into your pockets. So don't give it up lightly. The having um, is such it, it, it's such a, a core, um, like I say, tenant of, of what Bitcoin is and represents and the love and humanity. So I'm looking forward to El Salvador where you see it changing people's lives, you know, they can, you, you're down there and you're buying pupusas, man. And you're, you're, I mean, you're, you're putting, you're putting this entire idea into action. So I love it. I, I, I love this space, man. You guys put together. Thanks for throwing it on the Sunday. And it's great to be uh, just on their side, not hosting for once, but love you all, man. Well, I appreciate you coming up and sharing with us, puppy. And how, how can you not be positive? Like we understand Bitcoin, we understand the change that represents in the world and honest money for an honest world, you know, where you, you can store your time and energy in a way that cannot be confiscated in a way that you can count on, where you don't have to rely on the corrupt institutions anymore. Like, how can you not be hopeful for the future and how can you not have a positive outlook in life for everyone? It's I, I don't understand people who don't understand bitcoin yellow do you have any last words on stack chain uh, uh not really i will i would uh, what should i say mm. take a breath take breaths that's it that's my all, advice all gas no brakes baby yeah there's no time for breath yellow there's, stat, there's sats to stack, man. Them sats don't stack themselves. You can breathe after hyper-Bitcoinization. 
Derek, Derek, you got any last words on Stack Chain? Yeah. So while the space was going on, a lot of people were listening to the Noster podcast that I did last night. And there's been a handful of Noster folks that are like, what the hell is Stack Chain? So I've just been stack pilling some Noster folks right now. Fiat Joff was uh, asking about it. And so pretty cool. Maybe we'll get some new stackers. But uh, if we don't, that, if we don't, that's fine, right? We're still stacking either way. Doc, how does that make you feel? A little bit of sad. I'm about to be sending some sats over to uh, be the cure. Ten million. I made a bet. Stack chain wouldn't reach three k. For anyone unfamiliar with the bet, and uh, I'm failing so far. Not Never bet good. against Bitcoin. Never bet against Stack Chain, Doc. Some lessons are hard to learn. <laughs> John. Any last words on Stack Chain? Yeah, love all you guys. Uh, thank you to all the speakers to come up. Um, it's good to get some some new people and to talk to you guys. Um, a lot of listeners today too. So uh, thank you guys for all coming and uh, for listening in. You can check out the Stack Chain Signal YouTube channel. We have a lot of interviews with um, different either Stack Chainers and also uh, adoption points throughout the world, such as Bitcoin Village, Bitcoin Akazi, Bitcoin Lake, and Bitcoin Island. So check those out. Oh, and one more thing, Loco, um, your mom was very tentative on you flying out to California all by yourself. I would start priming her early for the happening party. Yeah, you might want to start dropping hints now. <laughs> She's like, first he went to California, now he's going to El Salvador. So, guys, this has been an amazing spaces. I'm going to leave you with a stack chainer blessing. May you have more Bitcoin tomorrow than you have today. Stack Chainers, I love you guys. Have fun stacking sats. Stack sats, feeling proud, I got no cash. Can't afford the tip, got me feeling kind of sad, but glad. Let's keep up your whole bag. Sell in my chair just to get a couple sats. I'm gonna suck it next week because I hit my limit. Make my way to swan just to get some digits. Good for you, say it back, I ain't talking feelings. Yes, I make memes and bad decisions. Yo Q, I like what you're doing There's a fuck up on the tip and it's leaving me clueless Stacking sets up on the chain, taking up my whole day Hella blocks up in the noties that we have to validate So stack a block, join a block, a shit post now Can't afford a block, join a block, reloading my account Yeah, I'm broke, it's a sad thing But a stack, on the stack chain GFYs, and all the memes Love vibes, and all the pains Stack, stacks Feeling proud, I got no cash. Can't afford the tip, got me feeling kinda sad, but glad. Yo, low, that shit was lit. It got me fired up trying to stack the tip. Cosmic, stack chain energy. Stand hard 21 by infinity, stack chain. I can't get enough. Every single day is number go up. Stack joins, invading your thread. Stacking so hard that it hurts the Fed. And I'ma keep on stacking, cause what Anthony said. And pass it back to Q and let the signal spread. Feeling proud, I got no cash. Can't afford the tip, got me feeling kinda sad, but glad. 